5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Welcome into the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben B. Baby Barm filling in for the P-Man while he's away, taking a much-needed break, much-deserved break. ECU baseball, as hot as they come in the country as we speak, and we have opponent announced for tomorrow for the AAC Championship, getting right into it today on a Friday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Tulane just defeated Cincinnati 13-5 in the elimination round of Game 9 of the conference championship. That means that ECU will take on the Green Wave tomorrow with first pitch set for 9 o'clock in the semifinals of the AAC Baseball Conference Championship Tournament. Live play-by-play and pregame coverage begins at 8.45 with Scott Rogers and the legendary coach Gary Overton right here on 94.3 The Game. In the meantime, there's been a lot of speculation about who Tulane will start on the mound. Uh, just looking at the uh, who has started so far in the tournament, I'm seeing Dylan Carmouche has started, along with Tyler Hoffman, Michael Massey, a few other guys that are some very big arms for Tulane have already played so far in this tournament. Grant Siegel, who I kind of consider one of their aces, if not maybe their second best guy, uh, has not played so far in this tournament, if the stat sheet serves me correct. So I would definitely keep an eye on that. So far, he has a 3.02 ERA on the season. His win-loss record is 7-1 so far. He's been really great on the mound so far for the Tulane Green Wave. Definitely keep an eye on that, and we'll have more on that later tonight. Uh, just reached out to some people out in Clearwater if there's any word on who we will be starting on the mound in terms of ECU. And uh, nothing is set in stone so far. No word currently as we speak, um, but there is speculation if either will be Ryder Giles or Jake Hunter. Moving on, speaking of ECU baseball, obviously the conference tournament is important, but the big talk of the town when it comes to Pirate baseball so far is the fact that in light of this recent win streak where they have won 16 games in a row, all of a sudden, these big baseball media outlets like D1 Baseball and Baseball America have us hosting a regional here in Greenville this year, which if you would have told me that back in March or April, I would have thought you were insane. There's no way that would happen. But uh, it's hard to deny the longest win streak in the country and 16 straight games won. Um, I'm going to go out, and you know this might be controversial, and uh, people might disagree with me there. They might be screaming at their radio dials when they hear this or their speakers. Um, uh, is it fair to beg the question, is is that warranted? Uh, do, do they deserve the host? I get they've won 16 straight, but you look during that win streak, uh, the level of competition is not great. Probably their best win was Campbell. Um, and Campbell, looking at the RPI, which when it comes to the RPI, that's usually kind of what the committee, uh, we can only assume, kind of goes off of when it comes to picking who gets at large bids and who kind of gets uh, regional hosting uh, duties and whatnot. Uh, Campbell was our best team we faced in terms of the RPI, and they were at 63. If you look at the other teams during that streak we faced, we have Cincinnati obviously in conference play. Can't help that too much, but they're ranked 131. Memphis all the way down to 193. We know Memphis is bad. That's no news there when it comes to that. Duke 
was at 96 in the RPI, and this is the current RPI rankings right now. USF at 157 and Houston at 80. Uh, obviously, winning 16 games straight against any group of teams is impressive. Um, but obviously, the level of competition, not great. Not great. Not trying to take anything away from the Pirates, but when you talk about hosting, getting a, a ho- being able to host a regional, uh, is that necessary? Uh, but when you do look at the RPI, ECU currently ranks up at 12 right now. Um, and looking at D1 Baseball as we speak, they released their projection for the tournament of the current field of 64. And as it stands, they have ECU hosting as 12th in the RPI. They'll be the number one seed, of course, if they're hosting. And uh, in their regional, according to D1 Baseball, they have North Carolina as a two-seed coming. Um, I don't think there's any shocker there. Uh, UNC has a kind of the outside looking in right now when it comes to getting a regional bid and being able to host. Um, they should get a regional bid, obviously, but when it comes to hosting, uh, they're kind of on the outside looking in. They're kind of going to be like one of those first ones out when it comes to hosting a regional. Uh, other teams included include uh, two other teams that are from the state, Wofford. Actually, Wofford would be South Carolina, but close enough. And uh, Davidson, Wofford is a team that has played around when it comes to the top 25 of a lot of these media outlets so far this year. Uh, they usually kind of come in at every couple of weeks right around at 25, and then maybe they lose to a tough opponent or they kind of suffer an upset and then find themselves on the outside looking in of a top 25. But nonetheless, a great team this year. Uh, speaking to Coach O, uh, in between breaks on the uh, baseball broadcast, uh, he would talk about Wofford, and he tells me that the big thing and the big name of the game when it comes to them is speed. They're a very speedy team. And then Davison. Uh, Davison, um, a great team out of the Atlantic 10 so far. Uh, just looking at these teams' resumes when it comes to their schedule, Davidson 43-11 and 11 so far, 20-4 and four in the Atlantic 10 Conference. They're projected to be a fourth seed in Greenville's regional or ECU's regional by D1 Baseball. Some notable teams. Uh, I, this is definitely notable when it comes to ECU. Swept Bryant earlier in the year. Um, Bryant obviously ended up not being that great of a team, but they did sweep ECU at the beginning of the year, so I feel like that's worth noting. Uh, split a series of Columbia. Columbia, a great team coming out of the Ivy League. Um, uh, excuse me for not being well-prepared when it comes to my Columbia knowledge, but uh, I do know that they were in that conference championship in the Ivy League against Penn, and I believe they won the conference championship. If not, they're runners-up in a best-of-three series. Uh, other notable teams that uh, Davidson has beaten this year, looking at VCU, they took two out of three against VCUs, obviously a really good team year in and year out, a uh, perennial, usually a re- regional bidding team. Um, and then that's about it when it comes to uh, Davidson and when it comes to their high-level um, or their notable wins this year. Looking at North Carolina, obviously they play in the ACC, always have tough level of competition. Played ECU early in the year and they took two out of three out of us, um, but I'm not too worried. It's a completely different ECU team. Uh, the big thing with UNC is they have a lot of consistency. They have a lot of returning players, a lot of great chemistry, a lot of high-level players. Um, the big thing with them is maybe not necessarily have the best arms on the mound, and potentially ECU can pose some problems there when it comes to their at-bats as they've had some of the hotter at-bats in the country with guys like Ben Newton and Bryson Whirl and Zach Agnos who have been playing great in these last few games of the season and in the conference championship. And then looking at Wofford, Wofford was 41-14-1 and 
I don't know where the and one came from in their schedule. Uh, 16, four and one in the Southern Conference. Some notable wins they have so far. Uh, took, let's see, took three out of four against Penn, who's been a really good team out of the Ivy League this year. Um, took a game out of USC Upstate. More on USC Upstate later, but that's a team potentially that some media outlets have getting an at-large bid. Um, some other teams that they've uh, had some really great wins over. Two out of three out of Dallas Baptist. We all know how Dallas Baptist is. That's a team that's perennially in the regionals every single year. Took two out of four out of the, or two out of three out of them. Uh, a couple of other teams that stand out. Um, uh, let's see here. That's about it. But nonetheless, some very notable wins there. Dallas Baptist is no slouch and uh, definitely would help them when it comes to the RPI. Looking at these teams that are projected to be in a Greenville Regional by D1 Baseball and their RPI rankings so far, uh, UNC obviously top 10. Uh, they're sitting at 8 right now. That's why a lot of media outlets project them possibly maybe getting a hosting bid. But like I said, they're on the outside looking in just because of the conference they're in. It's super competitive with teams like Virginia, Virginia Tech, Louisville, even throw an NC State in there, uh, among many others. Uh, Wofford currently 31 in the RPI, and then Davidson is sitting at 66. Now, I told you to hold off on USC Upstate. More on that right now, as Baseball America also released today their projections of the 64 potential host sites. They also have us hosting. Uh, and looking at the field for us, they ha also have UNC coming to visit Greenville. Obviously, they're 8 in the RPI. USC Upstate. 108 in the RPI, but they have them getting a bid uh, in the regionals. I guess they won their conference. I'm not too sure. This is literally something that just came out, and uh, they have them visiting Greenville uh, later on. Coastal Carolina, another team a lot of people are very familiar with, always tough, of course, not too long ago, won a national championship as an as a underdog, sitting at 29 in the RPI right now. And obviously, these are not set in stone. It just kind of gives you an indication of where things stand with some very knowledgeable baseball writers, and they're just kind of their predictions of how things are going to go. But they do look at the RPI. They do take into account what the committee is looking for when it comes to Baseball America and D1 Baseball, and they formulate great predictions and very thought-out and well-educated predictions when it comes to the regionals and how the regionals will look. So great news for ECU, but on the opposite end of the spectrum – and uh, looking at the elephant in the room, I think in order to get a, uh, a be able to host, you have to win this conference tournament. I don't see a scenario where ECU comes out tomorrow and loses to Tulane or loses this conference championship and uh, gets a hosting bid. I just don't see how you can justify that no matter where they rank in the RPI, um, especially with their struggles early in the year against teams that were in the top 25 in the RPI. I believe the stat is is – ECU against teams in the top 25 in the RPI earlier this year were 2-7. and seven. Not great whatsoever. I mean, that doesn't prove, um, and I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but this is the reality of the situation. I want to give you the cold, hard facts. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear uh, all the time. This is just coming out of well-educated thoughts. Um, that doesn't necessarily show when you're 2-7 and seven against top 25 teams in the RPI earlier in the year. That doesn't necessarily show that uh, you have what it takes to face – the best of the best, and it doesn't fare well when it comes to the committee. But obviously this is a completely different ECU baseball team that has uh, turned a lot of heads and uh, has completely flipped the script on a lot of media outlets and a lot of naysayers. So nonetheless, maybe they'll get the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, I, it's, you know, it's 
I could see both ends of the spectrum when it comes to justifying whether or not they deserve the host. Um, just a week ago, we thought that was a long shot. Uh, we thought, no way. Um, people kind of scoff at the fact we even submitted a bid to, uh, to host. And uh, now look where we're at. Um, obviously, these are just indications. These are just predictions. But um, nonetheless, the committee has got to look at the resume that ECU's had so far, seeing that they struggled early in the year against high-level competition, uh, faced had a schedule that was up there when it comes to RPI as a whole, uh, faced high-level competition, challenged themselves early, bounced back, and just pretty much almost swept the conference in the regular season and looking to do so in the conference championship. Some hot players in the conference championship so far for ECU, obviously, is Bryson Whirl, who has four runs so far, two home runs, and six RBIs. And then um, if Bryson Whirl is not your MVP for ECU, there's definitely a guy that is in contention for ECU that can give him a run for his money, and that's Zach Agnos, who's had eight hits in the conference tournament so far, four runs, and three RBIs. Obviously, those guys have been phenomenal when it comes to the conference championship. By the way, once again, Tulane will be our opponent tomorrow, starting at 9 o'clock, first pitch down in Clearwater for the American Athletic Conference Baseball Conference Championships. Um, Tulane obviously has been through their uh, starting rotation uh, pretty hefty so far, playing three games in the conference championship so far as they lost to Cincinnati in their uh, in their first game in the conference championship, then coming back and beating Cincinnati earlier today, 13-5, to and then beating South Florida uh, earlier in the week. Um, so they've been through their starting uh, rotation uh, pretty deep into it. The only guy that has not played and has not started for Tulane is Grant Siegel. Nothing set in stone, but that's definitely something to keep an eye on. He has a little bit over a 3-point-something ERA, 3.02, I believe, uh, great ERA, great player, made second team all conference. Definitely a guy for us to look out for when it comes to Mara. Current word out of Clearwater, according to my sources, is that uh, we could possibly be seeing either Ryder Giles or Jake Hunter tomorrow on the mound. Uh, still no word on Jake Kuchmaner. Um, in the meantime, uh, we just got to stick it out. I have a lot of confidence in this team, especially against Tulane. We had really struggled coming into the conference tournament. Tulane, uh, was a team that pretty much lost all hope in the eyes of the baseball media. Tulane, of course, earlier in the year, in the middle part of the year, was a team that people saw um, possibly getting a bit over ECU. It just all depended on who won the conference championship. And uh, Tulane um, also was being thrown into the idea along with ECU. If this was a two-bid league, it was going to be between those two. And then Tulane had a really rough stretch uh, in the latter half of their schedule. Uh, they lost Ethan Groff, who's their leadoff hitter and one of the best hitters in the conference right now, a guy that many uh, thought or projected to be conference player of the year at the midpoint of the season, uh, got hurt, missed the last 10 games, and uh, Tulane has really taken a dive since. Just looking at their schedule and just giving you indication of how far they have fallen off going into this conference tournament. Let's see. They lost. They got a win over Memphis. Lost two out of three to Memphis, though. Then lost. Got swept by Wichita State. Um, won a game against South Alabama. Then lost two out of three to Cincinnati. Won a game against New Orleans. Lost two out of three to uh, Central Florida. Lost a game to South Alabama. And then, obviously, they uh, won two out of three against East Carolina. But after that East Carolina series, as I just indicated, as I just told you, 
was not smooth sailing for the Tulane Green Wave. Seas were a little rough when it comes to the Green Wave. And uh, in the conference tournament, they've just been rolling and really bounced back after an 8-1 to loss to Cincinnati in uh, their first game of the conference tournament on Tuesday. Bounced back and beat South Florida in the next game 9-6 to and then beat Cincinnati 13-5, to who's really kind of filling off in this tournament after our loss or including our loss. All right, that's going to do it right here when it comes to baseball talk. Hopefully we get a regional bid. Well, obviously we will get a regional bid, but hopefully we get the host. That would be nice. Love to see it. Always great times when ECU gets the host. Always a wild environment. In the meantime, coming up, all the latest information on ECU night when it comes to the Mudcats at Five County Stadium tomorrow as they're hosting ECU night. The first 1,000 in attendance will get this sweet co-branded ECU Mudcat shirt all the information on the festivities tomorrow, uh, tomorrow at uh, Saturday at Five County Stadium with David Lawrence from the Mudcats organization. Come up on the other side. This quick time out here on the Patrick Johnson Show. And Pirates. Oh, yeah. Panthers. Good, baby. Very good. The P-Man. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico, a huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-price pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're into pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. <laughs> Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 
That's 800-807-1981. The pandemic made it tough for businesses, but relief is available. Eligible North Carolina businesses that suffered economic losses during the COVID-19 pandemic are encouraged to apply for Phase 2 of the Business Recovery Grant Program. Now with expanded eligibility requirements, application deadline is June 1st. So go to ncdor.gov to see if your business is eligible and apply. Sponsored by the North Carolina Department of Revenue and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Welcome back into the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben B. Baby Barnes filling in for the P-Man. And uh, have some important, great information to tell you. The return of ECU Night at Bob County Stadium as the Mudcats will host the ECU Night. They take on the Cannapolis Cannonballers at Bob County Stadium in Devlin tomorrow night. Gates open at 4 o'clock. First pitch set for 5 p.m. Joining me on the phone line of the Mudcats organization, David Lawrence with all the latest information. David, how you doing, my friend? Doing great. How are you doing? Doing great. I mean, hey, thank goodness it's Friday. Am I right? Absolutely. No question about it. Well, David, How's everything in uh, beautiful eastern North Carolina? Oh, it's great. I mean, we're all excited about baseball, as you know. Got a big matchup tomorrow against Tulane, and uh, hopefully we'll be hosting a regional here soon if uh, the media outlets are any indication. Ab- absolutely. Hopefully those... Uh, those bats can stay hot and uh, continue uh, against the green wave tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, no coincidence that once ECU night comes around, the Pirates start getting hot. It's like they know, hey, I mean, the festivities well, are kicking off around here <laughs> in North Carolina. Absolutely. I, I, we'd love to take credit for it. Um, uh, but, uh, again, nothing to do with it. Uh, but just just glad to see the, the, the Pirates coming on strong here at the right time. It's, uh, it's exciting. I know how important baseball is across the board, from little league to to, to, to college and beyond. They're in uh, they're in Greenville for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, David, the last two years, y'all have had these nice, really sweet ECU Mudcats uh, co-branded hats. Like it's gotten to the point where I don't even wear them. Like I'm a big nerd. I'm a big collector or whatever. So I even keep them on my shelf. They're just such nice looking hats. This year, y'all have taken a different approach with these really sweet uh, co-branded shirts. And uh, just tell me, how could somebody secure one of these shirts tomorrow night if they go to Five County Stadium for uh, ECU Mudcats night? And uh, how could they grab one of these sweet shirts that I'm looking at right here that's all gold, just looking just great? Well, yeah, you're right. Three, three years, this is the third year. We, we did switch it up a little bit uh, away from the hats and went with the shirt. But uh, it, it's pretty simple, uh, you know, Game tomorrow night uh, starts at 5 p.m. Gates open at 4. Um, I will tell you that, uh, as we know, the, the the passion of the ECU fan base, alumni, friends, fans, families, and, and the like, uh, are always uh, exciting, uh, uh, you know, crowd to be here. So we'll start seeing folks lining up uh, 
probably three o'clock, three thirty or so, uh, in anticipation of it. But if if you're one of the first one thousand uh, fans to come through the gate, uh, you'll get a chance. They'll, they'll hand you a voucher. You'll go to a table, and as long as your size is is there, you're guaranteed to get, uh, you know, to get a shirt. If you're one of the first one thousand, and you go pick your size, and uh, you know, put it on, uh, hold on to it, do whatever you want to do, and then. Uh, you know, hang around and enjoy uh, enjoy some good family fun and, and some, some Mudcats baseball. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I know in years past when it comes to ECU night, you've had some family bundles and some family plans when it comes to food and tickets. First of all, how can they get these tickets, and is there any exclusive deals for ECU night tomorrow night? Yeah, the uh, we, we, we offered this in advance, uh, certainly uh, this year and in years past, but, you know, with with – less than 24 hours uh, away now from, from tomorrow night. Uh, you know, you can secure your tickets uh, pretty simply. You can go to carolinamudcats.com. Uh, there are uh, tickets available there. Uh, but also, if, if you – and you'll see it on the website, or you can certainly call our offices here. Um, uh, we're, we're here, you know, throughout. Uh, we're doing something uh, tomorrow. It's, it's limited to, you know, uh, 60 to 70 fans. But we've got an area, an exclusive area, and for 29 bucks, um, you get a game ticket. You get two uh, beer tokens uh, or, or tickets. It's a private area, kind of a private bar. Um, you get the guaranteed uh, T-shirt, so you don't have to be here as early as, as some of the other folks that are just going to try to take their chances. Um, and, and you can do that. There's, uh, I checked before we came on, and, and there are still a few of those left. Uh, so that's one way to do it. Uh, and then, you know, the other way is, is just to maybe get here a little early and, uh, you know, uh, hang out for a little bit and, and get in line and, and come in and get your shirt. Absolutely. Sounds like fun for the whole family. A great deal in place there. Now, I was told you might have some breaking news for tomorrow night, weather permitting. Is there uh, any update on that as we speak? No, you know, um, it's, it's everybody that, that that knows outdoor sports, baseball, you know, we, we, we watch the radar this time of year. We watch the forecast. Sometimes they're accurate. Sometimes they're not. But, um, you know, we took some rain here um, this morning, say around 11 o'clock, some, some really heavy rain. Field was covered. Uh, it, it, it's in good shape now. But we're watching almost as we speak if this second line of storms comes through and impacts tonight. Um, it could slightly alter what tomorrow brings in the form of maybe having to go with a double header. Um, but right now, that's not in place. Um, again, it's just kind of a, a, a sit and watch. But the, the, the great thing is, is that once this gets through, um, tomorrow looks gorgeous, looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, so does Sunday, but especially tomorrow for East United looks beautiful. But what I would say is that if, uh, you know, if we do take rain tonight, you know, fans uh, go to our website. We'll update that if something does change for tomorrow in terms of a doubleheader, it wouldn't slide uh, too much. We'd play two seven-inning seven games, but uh, uh, it wouldn't change really the giveaway. It wouldn't change a lot of the pieces. We just have to kind of be on the lookout and see what tonight brings. But right now, tonight's game is on, which means tomorrow's game is, is as scheduled uh, for a 5 o'clock start. Absolutely. That's the news I want to hear right there. Is there going to be any fireworks planned for tomorrow night? I know that's a big thing when it comes to the Mudcats, and something I personally enjoyed as a kid was waiting for the fireworks after the game, after just watching some really fun baseball action. 
Yeah, un- unfortunately, you know, the fireworks will have to be on the field for tomorrow night. We do have fireworks tonight scheduled for after the game. It's kind of part of our Friday fireworks uh, season-long uh, program. And so so not for tomorrow night. Uh, but, again, you know, we, 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 we chose – we chose the Saturday. Um, we know it's a holiday weekend. We know a lot of folks from eastern North Carolina will be headed to the coast. Uh, but there's a lot of folks that may choose, you know, since you're so close, to maybe not go down with the crowds and, and looking for something to do. So we, we kind of banked on that. And, and the, the ECU alumni, not just in, in certainly in eastern North Carolina, where it's the strongest, but, but in the triangle in this area, you know, they have proven time and time again you know, we're we're in the eastern part of Wake County. We're 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 considered almost eastern North Carolina. I know not technically because we're on the other side of 95, but the the crowds have come out. And so, if again, if you're if you're not heading to the beach, you know, you're not uh, you know doing anything like that. Come out. We'll have plenty of of tasty adult beverages uh, for folks to enjoy. Looks like great weather. And again. You know, a, a great gold uh, T-shirt with ECU Mudcats co-branded on it, and the whole night will be themed. It's uh, it's just a great opportunity for ECU alumni, fans, students, even to just gather together and and have a fun night. And uh, you know, everything you'll see, video board, all our player headshots, they'll all be in purple and gold. It'll be decked out uh, again, you know, with as much ECU themed uh, activities as you can imagine. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, I can't think of a better weekend, especially with Memorial Day. You got your cookouts ready for Monday or maybe Sunday. Uh, just top off the good old American family fun with uh, going to baseball tomorrow night. Great deal in place. Maybe even secure yourself a shirt. It's fun for the whole family. Once again, where can they get tickets to go see this game tomorrow night? Uh, sure. It's uh, carolinamudcats.com is, is the easiest. You can go on. You can order online. Um, there's there's other information if if someone does want to call, but uh, again appreciate you guys certainly having us on. Uh, you guys are always great to work with, uh, you know, in in helping promote this. But you know, we're just like I said, we're excited to to be able to do this again, and you know, uh, hopefully, you know, when everybody can come out here tomorrow night, they'll be celebrating another big pirate win, uh, you know, on the baseball diamond themselves uh, from tomorrow morning, and and. Keep, keep the thing rolling uh, down there in Greenville. I can't think of a better way to celebrate. It's almost like an ECU festival once they celebrate the fest, uh, festivities after beating uh, Tulane tomorrow. It's going to be great. Anyways, appreciate you coming on, David. Thanks a lot. You you got it. Thanks. You guys are the best. And, uh, again, appreciate you guys uh, uh, letting us come on. And, uh, again, go Pirates. Thank you, thank you. Once again, that was David Lawrence of the Mudcats organization. Be sure to tune out for uh, or tune into uh, ECU Mudcats night tomorrow night. If you got nothing planned for this weekend, take the whole family. Very affordable, uh, good old fashioned American family fun on this Memorial Day weekend. First pitch is scheduled for five o'clock. Gates open at Five County Stadium at four o'clock. The first a thousand in attendance will secure this really sweet gold co-branded ECU and Carolina Mudcats shirt. For the first 1,000 as they get ready to take on Kannapolis, the Kannapolis Cannonballers. In the meantime, coming up, one of the biggest stories in football or in sports right now, Colin Kaepernick potentially back in the league. Got to work out the Las Vegas Raiders. More on that in a sec and why that could potentially be disastrous. 
for the Raiders, in my personal opinion. Coming up on the other side, this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. That's the way it Programs throughout the day. You need to tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. We're in the most active season of the year right now, but if you have joint pain, you can't do things you like to do. Maybe that joint pain's keeping you from playing around the golf. You know, we got tennis, we got pickleball, maybe just getting out, going for a jog in your neighborhood. QC Kinetics is helping people right here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. Regenerative medicine is the hottest thing going. It's basically taking growth factors with healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, then putting them back into your aching joints. They have over 100 clinics nationwide, including right here. So, yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more about regenerative medicine and get a totally free in-office consultation. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. 765-PAIN. In studio with Jeff Stein from Brown and Wood. What's new, Jeff? You know, everybody's thinking we're having some inventory issues in the car business, which some of it's true. But the good news is, you know, we're getting vehicles from the factory every single week. So what the customer can do is come in, get an appraisal on their trade-in if they have one. They can pick a vehicle that's incoming and actually kind of build it how they want. And then when it gets here in the next six to eight weeks, they're actually taking delivery of a new vehicle. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville and the home of the Lifetime powertrain warranty. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork, you know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Mama's mama's. <laughs> Baby mama's mama's. Yeah, go like this. Welcome back to the Patrick Johnson Show. And the biggest story in sports right now is Colin Kaepernick getting a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Uh, the current word is, is that the workout was very positive and he looked great, but uh, no deals intimate as we speak. Uh, they're just going to kind of keep them or keep a close eye on them and see uh, maybe if later on they would want to sign him. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw that out of the table. Or that's not going to be an option if I'm the Raiders GM right now. And here's why. First of all, look at their head coach, Josh McDaniels. He's been down this road before. Josh McDaniels, obviously, this is going to be his first year of coaching the Raiders. Um, and during his previous coaching stints, haven't been great. Obviously, he previously coached Denver. And uh, had a similar deal going on over in Denver with uh, Tim Tebow back in the day. Now, bear with me here. Here's why there's a lot of parallels between Tebow and Colin Kaepernick. Think of Derek Carr right now. Derek Carr, they just signed to a massive three-year extension. I don't see you want to take the risk, why you would want to take the risk with Colin Kaepernick. Because Derek Carr, I think we can all admit, uh, not a game-changer, not, not an elite quarterback by any means. I think his ceiling at times is good to maybe even great quarterback, but uh, most of the time he's just okay. Uh, he's good enough to win with, and he's going to give you at least three or four bad games a year. And when he is bad, he is bad. Really, really bad. Now, it comes to matter, if you sign Colin Kaepernick, there's going to be a lot of pressure hammering down on you on whether you should start him or not by the media, by the fans, by maybe even some personnel or maybe even your own players or teammates that, hey, maybe we need to give Kaepernick a look. Are you really willing to take that risk after you just gave this guy a massive three-year extension in Derek Carr? Are you really are you really willing to assume that risk? I don't think so. I, I think that's not a smart move on their part. And Josh Daniels has shown, put in that situation, going back to his Denver years, did the same thing with Tebow. Had a lot of pressure on him to start Tebow when things weren't going well with Kyle Orton or whoever the whoever was the starter at the time. I believe it was Kyle Orton. Puts Tebow in. Obviously, Tebow gets on the playoff win, but was not a great quarterback. I don't want to hear it. Was not a great quarterback in this league. Maybe if he was given a little bit more of a chance, maybe something would have happened, but Tebow never had the potential to be an elite quarterback. Let's just, let's just throw that right out there right now. Let's all accept the fact that Tebow was never going to be an elite quarterback. Great guy cheering for him, wanted him to be successful, but just wasn't that guy. Do you really think in a similar situation, Josh McDaniels is going to be able to uh, do the same thing? Do you think he's not going to be able to uh, not do the same thing with all that pressure? Hey, Derek Carr not looking too good right now. This is a team that's ready to win now, according to their GM and their owner. When things don't start going their way, these teams that are ready to win now or think they believe they're ready to win now, make rash decisions. I don't think that's a good idea when you have Colin Kaepernick on your roster. Now, the big knock on Kaepernick in his playing career, of course, is he's been six years out of the league. A lot of that has been his own doing. A lot of that, let's face it, was that he was blackballed from the league. There's no, there's evidence to suggest he was blackballed. Um, also, doesn't fare too well the fact that he sued the league and won against the league. Um, it, it honestly surprised me he was ever given another opportunity just given from that standpoint. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's, that, that's a huge risk, huge, huge risk. I, I just don't see why you would do it or why that's smart. Looking at the quarterbacks on the roster right now, the uh, most experienced guys, you got, on the, you got some experienced backups in that quarterback room, and Jarrett Stenham, who's had a couple starts in this league and seen some playing time, 
And Nick Mullins, who's obviously been a star in this league, hasn't had great games from either of those two guys, but um, uh, nonetheless has shown they could be capable, great backups. Do you honestly believe with six years out of the league, Colin Kaepernick is better than that guy? Absolutely not. Here's what I think why the Raiders did this, why they even entertained a workout. The Raiders are in a weird spot right now. We forget last year they fired their head coach and John Gruden, who was beloved by the league and beloved by the fans, maybe not necessarily Raiders fans, made some questionable, controversial decisions, but it was a well-respected guy throughout the league. Next thing you know, these leaks come out. John Gruden's a racist. He's homophobic. Uh, Not a good light for the Raiders organization that they had a guy on that roster and they knew about these emails that this guy was sending about personnel, about the commissioner, about executives and coaches throughout the league uh, was not a good look look for the Raiders. So what do you do when you have a uh, say a guy get canceled, a guy in your organization that's being accused of racism and uh, homophobia? You sign the wokest athlete you can find in Colin Kaepernick, or you at least give him an opportunity. And I think that's primarily the reason why the Raiders did this. You can't debate me on this. Why else? Because of talent? A, six, a, a quarterback that's been out of the league in six years, mind you, the last time he was in the league, he was garbage. I mean, there's no debate in that. We have the numbers to support that. He was not good. He got benched for Blaine Gabbert, who's one of the bigger draft busts in uh, the last 10 years. I mean, or the last, let's say, 15 years. I mean, th- this screams damage control by the Raiders to me. Nothing more, nothing less. And I just don't think it's a smart move by the Raiders' part. Too much uh, media attention. There's going to be too much media scrutiny, uh, too much media pressure, too much fan pressure to get him started, get him going. Derek Carr is already not a favorable guy, but a lot of fans in Las Vegas. Uh, when things don't start going their way and you got a guy in Colin Kaepernick who's a very polarizing figure, much like Cam Newton, um, things can potentially not go very well. And like I don't think Colin Kaepernick Six years out of the league, out of the gate, gets a start, and is going to play well. I mean, we've never seen that. And I don't think Colin Kaepernick is going to be the ch- a guy that's going to change that narrative. Not at all. Um, you know, people ask me, or people uh, come at me and say, well, doesn't matter what the fans think, doesn't matter what the media thinks, uh, the coaches are going to stick with their guys, and they're going to do what's gonna, what it's going to take uh, to win. Okay. All right. I'll have a point of contention when it comes to that. Look at the Carolina Panthers last year. When they weren't winning and things weren't going their way, that's another organization that believes they're ready to win now. So what do they do? They made rash decisions. And what do they do? The fans were just crawling down their backs, reaching at their throats, ready to tear their face off to sign Cam Newton, a beloved figure and a polarizing figure at that throughout the league and when it comes to Carolina Panthers fans. And uh, you can't can't, uh, argue that they definitely listened to the fans that was solely a, a, a ticket grabber move right there. Tenants wasn't looking too great before that Cam Newton signing. Uh, I can personally attest to this because I went to a game the week before they signed Cam Newton, played the Patriots. Worst game of the year for the Carolina Panthers. Worst performance by Sam Darnold, who we later find out had a strained shoulder and had a concussion in that game. Just the team all around looked horrific. Looked awful. Lost 28-3, to I believe. Just a terrible, uh, just a terrible output by that team. More Patriots fans in the stands than Panthers, an embarrassing deal all around. 
So what do they do? They start listening to the fan base. They get the tickets back, get the fan base back, and they sign Cam Newton. And we saw how that went. So you cannot tell me that these owners, when push comes to shove and their back is against the wall and they're desperate to win, that they don't listen to these fans or they're desperate to get tickets. They don't listen to these fans. It's just a bad move all around to entertain a Colin Kaepernick situation right now. Colin Kaepernick, if he's serious about playing pro football and coming back into the league, needs to take the XFL route, needs to take the USFL route. I mean, there's there, there's opportunities now, more than enough opportunities for Colin Kaepernick to get back in the league. We've already shown with the uh, second iteration of the XFL that started back in, what was it, 2018, 2019, 2020, I believe, somewhere around there, that the, the NFL is scouting players from that league. Now they have a working relationship with that league, signed on paper. XFL is almost like a developmental league for the NFL now. You're really serious about football and coming back? Go play in the NX, XFL, grind, show you still have what it takes, show you still have talent, and you can get back in the league. We've seen quarterbacks like uh, P.J. Walker, Phil Walker, for the Carolina pa- Panthers get an opportunity because of the XFL, among many others. Kenny Robinson was the guy that got drafted out of the XFL to the Carolina Panthers. A few guys got drafted out of the XFL to the league. A ton of guys got opportunities because of that, that XFL iteration uh, that ultimately did not last very long. If he's truly serious about playing football, which I think now he is. Now he is. Before, I couldn't say that. With the canceling the workouts and saying the NFL owners were likened to slave owners, that doesn't scream a guy suing the league. That doesn't scream a guy that wants to play back in the NFL. Now, I'm convinced he definitely wants to get a shot, but it might be too little too late when it comes to Colin Kaepernick. And I think the Raiders as a whole need to avoid this situation because it's ultimately it's it's going to become tumbling down. It's going to be a PR nightmare, and if it's not going to be a PR nightmare, it's going to be a pure football on the field nightmare that's not going to equate to winning. Speaking of nightmares, depending on who you talk to, Carolina Panthers have themselves a situation with Sam Darnold. The latest from training camp when it comes to Carolina Panthers, how Sam Darnold's development been? And he said what in a press conference earlier in this week? All that and much more coming up on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance for pro, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hits. Eastern North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Celebrate a pirate takeover with ECU Night at Five County Stadium as your Carolina Mudcats take on Kannapolis on Saturday, May 28th. The first 1,000 fans in attendance will receive a free custom ECU Mudcats co-branded gold t-shirt. There's a limited opportunity to guarantee your t-shirt ahead of time by purchasing the ECU Tree Stand Special. One ticket in the Tree Stand private area with private bar for the game, two 12-ounce beers, and your guaranteed special t-shirt all for just $29. That's right, one ticket in the tree stand private area with private bar for the game. Two 12-ounce beers and your guaranteed special t-shirt all for just $29 per person. Go to carolinamudcats.com or call the ticket office at 919-269-2287. That's 919-269-2287 to reserve your space. Space is limited, so reserve now and celebrate an ECU Pirate Takeover with ECU Night at Five County Stadium this Saturday night, May 20. 
I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout Eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. I'm Matt Murchison here at Greenville Nissan. Goodbye winter, hello spring. Sales event going on right now here at Greenville Nissan. I'm alone with Scotty Turner. What's up, my Good morning, friend? Good morning, sir. How are you? you? Yeah. I mean, look, what a wonderful day. It right? is a <laughs> look, folks, this is a great time to come to Greenville Nissan, and I mean that sincerely. Matt, what do we have that most people don't have? Uh, we got plenty of inventory. Man, do we have some inventory. Oh, yeah. You know, folks, we're here to serve you at Greenville Nissan. Our team does a fantastic job to make sure that we take care of you from beginning to end. We give you top dollar for your trade. We have what? Greenville, we have Nissan bonus cash right now on every Nissan Altima we have in stock, right? That is correct. You want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, we got a great selection of Altimas right here. We uh, got all makes and models of the Nissan lineup right now here at Greenville Nissan. Hey, if you're worried about gas, we got an exciting new electric vehicle coming, vehicle coming out, and that's the Nissan Aria. You can reserve that vehicle through our website at GreenvilleNissan.com. Check us out. You're going to get the greatest experience here at Greenville Nissan, where we drive to serve. And now... The stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Welcome back to the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben B. Baby Barnum filling in for the P-Man and keeping it on the NFL slate. The Carolina Panthers starting OTAs or in the midst of OTAs as we speak. Sam Darnold actually getting a lot of acclaim by a lot of the media when it comes to his performance so far in workouts. Obviously, they're not wearing pads and a lot of things can change, but uh, the biggest improvement, they say, is his footwork, not being too hesitant with his feet, which obviously you've seen when he's made some bad plays last year. He's getting, he's doing too much with his feet, getting too hesitant. Good to see that he's a little bit more relaxed. And uh, people have noted, we've seen a whole different Sam Darnold in terms of just his, from a confidence standpoint, a reju, rejuvenated Sam Darnold. A Sam Darnold we've always wanted to see since he's been drafted in this league. Now going down the Sam Darnold road here, he said early in a press conference, I believe Tuesday, that he's confident he could be the best quarterback in the league. Since we're bringing the hot takes today on the Patrick Johnson Show, how about I say this? I don't think that's necessarily out of the realm of possibility. People are laughing right now. People are screaming at their radios. But just hear me out. Sam Darnold is clearly talented. People that say he doesn't um, clearly just don't watch football or don't watch the tape. Sam Darnold, yes, has had some bad plays, but I think a lot of that comes from a confidence and a mental standpoint. It seems he's took and taken a big step up. And there's a lot to be said about since his time in the league, 
He's been through four different offensive systems, four different playbooks, all vastly different. That's hard for any quarterback to adjust to, especially when you're a young quarterback like Sam Darnold, whose age is 24, 25. There's rookies that are getting drafted that are 24, 25 years old as quarterbacks. Four-year starters that are that age. Kenny Pickett's probably around that age. So, I mean, I look at it, young guy. uh, He's talented, has a big issue when it comes to the mental and the confidence standpoint from the game, but with a comment like he believes he could be the best in the league and believes he has what it takes to be a good quarterback in this league, I think you can throw that all out the window. He understands that there's improvement to be made, and he's taking the necessary steps to do that, according to all reports from uh, Spartansburg right now. And uh, you love to see it. 100% love to see it. Sam Darnold is going to have a better offensive line of the signings like a like Bradley Bozeman at center. Let's face it, even when Matt Paradis was playing last year, center was not a uh, not a great position for the Panthers last year. Offensive line was not great as a whole for the Panthers. So now you got a guy like Bradley Bozeman, who I think could be an all-pro caliber center. Then you got Austin Corbett at guard, Super Bowl winning uh, guard, one of the best guards in the league. You add him on. You get Brady Christensen, whose natural position is guard and is really good at it. And he was damn good and solid at left tackle when he did play last year. Then you had Ike Aquanu, who's had really great development so far in OTAs and looks like a grown man out there. Looks like he can finally solve our left tackle issues that we've dealt with for almost 10, for almost 10 years now. Then at right tackle, you know what you have with Taylor Moten, solid guy, one of the better right tackles in the game. A whole revamp offensive line can do wonders for Sam Darnold. Could do absolute wonders. Never mind the fact that Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Um, all reports indicate that McCaffrey's going to be a little bit limited. They're going to work Deontay Foreman a little bit more out of the uh, backfield. Not necessarily going to split carries between the two. They're going to limit him and not force feed him down people's throats and uh, just uh, expose the fact or uh, expose him to uh, possible re-injury like they've done after three games every single year. So that's good to hear. And Ben McAdoo is a legit offensive coordinator. Can't say the same when it comes to being a head coach, but Ben McAdoo is a one of the best offensive coordinators you can grab up there. And he's going to have he, Sam Darnold's his guy. Sam Darnold's the guy he wants, is the guy he wants to work with. And I think he's got some really good things going for him and planned for Sam Darnold for his future here in Carolina. Now, when you look at the Sam Darnold situation, people are rash and quick to say, well, we need to go get Deshaun Watson. We need to go get Baker Mayfield. We need to go give Matt Corral a shot. First of all, Matt Corral is not ready to play week one. He's not ready to play year one. Matt Corral is a guy that does not need to play until late year two or year three, much like uh, liking, to, liking it to maybe Aaron Rodgers or something like that. That's a guy that needs to develop as he came from a clunky, very college-style offense from Old Miss and uh, has some uh, mechanic issues to work out. When you look at the Baker Mayfield situation, you're going to have to pay him money. You're going to have to give him a contract. And that's a guy that, much like Sam Darnold, you're going to get pretty much the same result. They're very similar. The only difference is, is that they've both been put in separate situations. One's been put in a more favorable situation than the other. I don't think that's the answer to our problems here in Carolina. And worst case scenario, if Sam Darnold doesn't work out this year, last year of his contract. If not, if he does work out, you could sign him at a bargain. Sign him at a bargain, straight up. I think there's a lot of positive when it comes to this whole situation with Sam Darnold. All I ask is that people give him a chance. 
and I think people are willing to give him a chance. The uh, well-rounded, very smart football fans that look at all the matter, the fact that the matters of the situation. Has a legit offensive coordinator, not that bum Joe Brady, who wants to call uh, the same plays and uh, scheme for McCaffrey, even when McCaffrey's not in the game, figure that one out. He's scheming Chuba Hubbard and scheming Amir Abdullah how you would scheme Christian McCaffrey in offense. No wonder we were losing games last year. Trying to stretch the field with a offensive line that can't pass block for that long and give Sam Darnold enough time. Has a legit offensive line, has legit weapons. I'm excited to see what the Panthers do and what Sam Darnold does this year. Um, so far, all the indications out of uh, training camp and OTAs so far are very positive. And I think that's something to celebrate. In the meantime, that will do it this week for the Patrick Johnson Show. We will have a more Memorial Day edition coming your way Monday with me filling in and Phil the Ref Pilkington filling in. We'll bring you live coverage also on our social media pages of Selection Day as ECU Baseball will find out if they're hosting tonight or hosting or not on Monday. We do know they'll pretty much be getting a regional bid. We'll have coverage from Sup Dogs on our social media pages at Twitter and Facebook at 94.3 The Game. In the meantime, this has been Barm. Wishing you a safe Memorial Day weekend and tune day tune in Monday live at five. Too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the Pair Customs lineup. Call today 252-717-7009. Visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009 for Pair Custom Boats or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom built center console with Pair custom boats you don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living you're out and about making it happen and sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork you know like bookkeeping and paying your taxes it's easy to get behind on paying your taxes it happens to the best of us and you know what happens next the big bad irs comes knocking on your door and when that happens you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor 
Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-918-7169. Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Crystal clear FM Sports Talk 24-7, 365. Unless we forget to pay the power bill. 97.5.